I'm more open than they are. So they don't ever feel like they're crossing some line, you know, and I do that purposely so that you guys never feel uncomfortable. And that's why my Instagram, I'm always hearing, you know, you make it sound so normal and fun because I think it should be normal and fun. It's sex. (laughs) It's one of the best parts about life. Why shouldn't we make it normal and fun? Anyway, I went off on a tangent. (laughs) I forget where I was going. Um, Oh yeah, talking about it. So simply asking your partner, asking your friends, just talking about the topic itself will make you more familiar with it, make you more comfortable exploring it, so on and so forth. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Today's episode is about feeling sexually inexperienced and where do you go from there? How do you start becoming sexually experienced without feeling embarrassed or feeling shame, et cetera, et cetera. So before I dive into that, quick reminder that the PE Masterclass, which is all about premature ejaculation and my five-step process to overcoming it, is within the next week and a half. So less than two weeks, I am putting on the masterclass. You definitely want to hop in. Um, Those of you who do register, you will be receiving a lifetime bonus. So that's exciting. Um, And yeah, I'm excited to see you guys there. There are about 40 of you inside the masterclass so far. You can stay anonymous the whole time. If you can't make it on September 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern, you will be sent the replay and you will still get the bonus. Um, So definitely register for that, guys, because it is going to be so helpful. It is so specific. It is so unique to anything I've ever done. It is my only offer I've had under $100 besides my free stuff. And it is... It's going to be great. (laughs) So go register. The link is in my bio. And let's dive into this episode. All right. So sexually inexperienced. I want to start with, I want to start with saying that there's nothing wrong with you for being sexually inexperienced. You're here for a reason. You're at this point in your life for a reason, whether it was the way you were raised or due to your beliefs, or maybe you've been self-conscious most of your life about a certain body part, but you're ready to be more out there and to feel more comfortable. And I'm proud of you for wanting to feel, for feeling ready and wanting to do something about feeling ready. So if you're listening to this, that might be where you're at and you're in the right place. So I'm glad that you're doing this and you're open to this. I'm going to give you, take you through my three-step guide, which is always how I format I format the majority of my, my podcasts this way, and it's just the three main takeaways I want you to remember walking away from this episode. So let's dive into number one. 
Number one is you need to educate yourself and stay open to what seems interesting or pleasurable to you. Because this is where a lot of us get very small-minded and we see these things as so taboo and because they're so out there to us and so foreign to us, we think that they're strange. And we just, we look at what we see in porn, we look at what we see in the movies and the romance scenes and what's going on there. Okay, that's normal. That's something I should I should want to do. That's something I should desire to do. But that's not necessarily true. You may want to go outside the outside the lines of what typical romance scenes look like or the typical porn scene looks like. Definitely don't go by that because it's not what the majority of women are wanting (laughs) and men either probably. So um, you don't want to get your education from porn. That's probably what's done a lot of the damage is just looking at porn, feeling intimidated by all the big dicks and by how they just seem so confident and everybody is naked and happy jumping around and like super fit and are so intense and like, you know, that's just not how it is, not how it always has to be. Like, sure, you can have a porno type sex experience with your partner and that's cool and that could be hot. But for it to for you to look at that and think that's what sex is, it's not necessarily true. It's actually not true. So you want to educate yourself from multiple perspectives. You know, that means looking at accounts like mine, like go to my Instagram account, listen to this podcast, hear the different topics and what I have to say about other men, um, what men are saying, what men are going through. I do a lot of research every day talking to you guys. I talk to you guys every day and I do that specifically for the purpose of getting research, hearing what you guys have to say, hearing what you've been through, listening to what you want. And There are other creators out there and other educators like me who are doing the same thing. And you want to go find accounts like mine that you trust. You want to look up books and do your research on Amazon reviews of books that have to do with the sexual topic you're interested in specifically. And even if you don't know if you're interested, but you're curious if you are, buy the book, you know, read that article, search it on Google. And don't feel weird to search it on Google. It's okay. If you saw the history on my laptop, (laughs) you would think I was the biggest pervert because the things I research, it's just, it's, I mean, it's interesting to me and that's my job and I know that that's different, but don't be afraid to, to research. You know, I, I have this I have this fetish or, you know, what are the top fetishes? Even just, even if you don't have a fetish or you don't think you do, look at what other people are, are doing or feeling or desiring, because that's how you broaden. That's how you open your mind to the idea of, wow, there's a lot of different ways I can look at sex. There's so much to try. There's so much opportunity. I don't have to feel like I'm stuck in this one box and have to do this thing perfectly, you know? And I think that's where a lot of guys fall in the place of is like, all right, well, I have to do it exactly like this porn. I have to fuck like a porn star. You know, how exactly does a porn star fuck? And then they get all in their heads and they think everything's about performance because they're not coming from the place of their own desire. They're coming from the place of how do I perform the best and look the best in bed? How do I make her think I'm the best? And that's all your ego. As I've said in previous episodes, that is all your ego. That's not coming from your place of pleasure or desire. 
And when you come from a place of your own pleasure and desire and wanting to share that with another person as you give them pleasure desire and help them with theirs, that's when sex becomes really fun. That's when sex gets exciting, okay? But you can't open yourself up to that world of sex if you're looking at it so small-mindedly and from one perspective, So I encourage you to not only look at my Instagram account or listen to this podcast, but listen to others too. Get other ideas of other people's viewpoints on what, you know, what triggers you, what makes you go, hmm, that sounds interesting. Hmm, I'm curious about that. Maybe I would want to try that. What's the smallest step I can take towards that? And it becomes easier and easier for you the more you're exposed to this knowledge for you to go and try a very small step related to that that piece of information you just heard all right so number one is educate yourself and remember to stay open open to what seems interesting and pleasurable to you all right and also what i've learned just to share like from my personal experience what allowed my sex life to become so much better in recent years is i stopped judging people because i would judge certain fetishes i would judge certain fantasies i would look at that and be like that's not right or that's really fucked up or that's that's creepy or that is oh that would be so uncomfortable i can't even i don't even want to think about that and of course there's always going to be some of those things because i'm not turned on by everything and neither are you and there are some some uh things out there that are pretty out there that i don't agree with and i i don't think are right and that's my own personal i'm allowed to feel that way um but I, when I was able to open myself up to, to just, you know, for, for example, the BDSM community and just talking to people who, who were really into it. Like it was so interesting for me because it changed the whole idea of what I thought it was. And I was like, wait, I was thinking so small here. And it's crazy how when it's actually broken down and explained and there's so many different types of it and you can make it your own. I was like, holy shit, like this is really fun. Like this is a really cool, fun area of sexual exploration. So that was like one example for me. And it's not like you have to take everything. You get to take the pieces that you desire and you find pleasurable and then practice them and and play them out with partners or ask your partner if they're curious about it or start asking your partner questions like just simply what they're curious about and if you don't have a partner maybe asking friends you know just when you talk about sex and this is part of educating yourself talking about it asking other people about their sex lives okay because even having a conversation makes you more confident about sex Like having a conversation about sex, about sexual activity. And I see this in my clients all the time. I see them come to me and they're a little awkward talking about it and they want help in their sex life. And I tell them that by the talk therapy within my coaching alone, and I say therapy because talk therapy is a term that's, that's pretty much just, you're talking out a a certain problem um, to find a solution. And when we're using when we're just simply talking and they're looking at me because it's over a Zoom video call, over time, it just becomes easier and more normal, you know, because I'm not judging them. I'm more open than they are. So they don't ever feel like they're 
crossing some line, you know, and I do that purposely so that you guys never feel uncomfortable. And that's why my Instagram, I'm always hearing, you know, you make it sound so normal and fun because I think it should be normal and fun. It's sex. (laughs) It's one of the best parts about life. Why shouldn't we make it normal and fun? So anyway, I went off on a tangent. (laughs) I forget where I was going. Um, Oh yeah, talking about it. So simply asking your partner, asking your friends, just talking about the topic itself will make you more familiar with it, make you more comfortable exploring it, so on and so forth. So that is number one. Number two, if you are sexually inexperienced, is you want to start very small and be patient with yourself. Okay, so what do I mean by start small? I mean start with the basics. If you haven't started with the basics of just, okay, what do you think you need to do? Like, what do you think most people do when they have sex or when they show intimacy? Maybe it's hugging. Maybe it's kissing. Maybe it is stroking. You don't want to go in thinking like you have to take it to the extreme. Okay. If you, if you go in thinking, you know, I have to be flipping her around and I have to do this trick and I have to be able to make her squirt and you're not comfortable just in missionary position, making out with her, then don't even think about squirting, making her squirt. You know, like don't even go there. It, it doesn't help you. It just makes you more anxious. So don't go zero to 100. Ask yourself, all right, do I feel, how do I feel on a level one in the bedroom? You know, what is, what is, a, what is a step to help me get more comfortable there? And maybe it's the one step of, okay, next time I'm with, Next time I'm with a woman and I go in to kiss her, I'm going to touch her face at the same time. I'm going to pull her chin in and kiss her. And that's a step towards more comfort towards your intimacy. It's, it's a super small step, but see how like doing that, it's like it gives you more confidence because you did something a little more bold, you know, a little more sensual, a little more romantic, a little more intimate. And it's the smallest change and it's going to make you feel good. Because you're, you're starting small. It's not overwhelming. It's just a little baby step. And something else, you know, another version of that baby step of starting small when it comes to your sex life, gaining experience, is to experience your own body. And this isn't even really a small step. This is actually a big step. But a lot of, a lot of guys feel as though they don't want to, they don't want to masturbate because they're afraid they're going to watch or they don't want to watch they don't want to masturbate and they're afraid they're going to have to watch porn if they masturbate and everyone's anti-porn and not everyone, I shouldn't say that, but you know, it's just porn and masturbation seem to be the two evils for a lot of men. Um, and they want to hold out for a human partner, which I totally understand. But I also, I believe that your sexual relationship with yourself has to be solidified before you share it with someone else. If you don't know what you enjoy and you can't bring pleasure to yourself comfortably or confidently, how are you going to bring it to someone else? That just, that doesn't make sense. You know, you have to start with yourself and get familiar with your own body, get familiar with what feels good, what stroke, what kind of stroking do you like on yourself? You know, what speed do you like? Do you like to play around with like temperatures, like hot or cold feelings? Um, do you like gentle touch or do you like scratching? Um, not talking about on your dick <laughs> in general. Um, are you, 
maybe you do like it on your dick, whatever, like just figuring out what you like, you know, and that's, it's much more relieving and relaxing to have time to pleasure yourself and figure out what you like in terms of sensual touch and pleasure. And what do you think about? Where does your mind go when you think of pleasure? Um, Where does your mind go when you think of yourself being the best lover? What does that visual look like? What's the actual goal? I shouldn't say there probably shouldn't be a specific goal, but like when you think about yourself actually enjoying your sex life and feeling experienced, like right now, if you're inexperienced, you probably want to be experienced, right? I know a lot. I mean, I know all the guys that come to me, that's what they want. They're like, I'm too inexperienced. I want, I need more experience. So what does that look like? Are you doing a certain move in the bedroom? Are you talking to her a certain way? Are you really good at dirty talk? Is that what makes you feel experienced? Because every guy's going to be different, but you have to know what makes you feel like sexually experienced. Otherwise, you'll never get there. And what happens a lot of the time is a lot of guys will will tell themselves, you know, I'm so inexperienced because I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And you stay in this cycle where it's like, I don't know what to do. So then I don't, I don't approach women and then I never have sex. And then I get down on myself because I never have sex. But I don't have sex because I don't know what to do. So I don't approach women. And it's, it creates a cycle. How do you break the cycle? Step one and two so far are educate yourself and stay open to what's interesting and pleasurable to you. And then start small and be patient. Start taking baby steps. But part of taking baby steps is knowing where you want to go. So when you have that image of you being sexually experienced, maybe it's a little advanced and overwhelming for you at this point in time. So rewind and go back to what is the smallest step I can incorporate to how I interact with with women on an intimate level. What is the smallest step I can do today? And be patient with yourself. Know that when it comes to building experience with something, it takes time. And that's okay. And when you're having when you're having sex, um actually this is step 3. All right. So let's get into step 3 now. <laughs> Step three is when you are at the point of being intimate with someone or having sex, try doing one little thing different each time and go in with the mindset of like, all right, like I want to try this this time. And that's fun. Like it's fun to go into it that way because it creates a sense of novelty, right? It's like you're bringing in this new thing. So it's exciting for your partner if you have the same partner. And it's also interesting for you because you're trying something out, you're getting more experience, and it's cool to get experience. It should feel good getting experience, even if it doesn't work out to your favor. You know, and maybe you will have a bad experience that happens where something goes wrong and you're like, okay, definitely, definitely wish that didn't happen. <laughs> We've all had some of those moments, right? Where we're like, oh. <laughs> but, but over, for the most part, when you try something new, it feels good, right? Like I know that I've tried a few things and I just, I wasn't a huge fan of it. And I was like, all right, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that every time. Or I wouldn't want to do that again, actually, but I'm glad I tried it because at least I tried it. I know how it felt for me. And, and I know if I want to, and most of the time when I tried something, I ended up really liking it. And it was something I incorporated more regularly into, into my sex life. So it's cool to try things out in the smallest way and then be like, oh, that was cool. Like, that was interesting. I'm going to take it to the next level next time. 
Or you try something and you're like, eh, nah, it definitely isn't my thing. I like didn't feel anything. It wasn't that fun. It wasn't that enjoyable. I'd rather not do that for myself. Or I don't take pleasure in that. You know, maybe your partner does and you don't really care. So you, you do it for your partner once in a while. But, but it's good to try things to get to know what brings pleasure to you. And I say this especially to you guys because you can get so wrapped up in the idea that, you know, my pleasure is her pleasure. It's all about if she's having pleasure, then so am I. Like, no, scratch that. Just stop. <laughs> I get it. And I, I like the intention of that um, because, of course, her pleasure should bring you some amount of pleasure. But when your entire pleasure revolves just on her pleasure, not only are you putting a lot of pressure on her, but you're also losing sight of what feels good to you. You're losing sight of your desires, of your needs, of your pleasure. And when you stop doing that and everything's about her, that's when you start pedestalizing women. And that's not good because that, that's what makes your dick anxious in the bedroom. And then, and then eventually you may run into problems. Um, so we don't want one of them being premature ejaculation, which is why if you're struggling with that, definitely come to my masterclass. So, yeah. So going back to step three, <laughs> each time you have sex, try something new. Okay. Try something new and different. Go in with the, the idea of, all right, here we go. Going to try something new because the brain does something really cool when you, when you give it new pieces of evidence that back up, that support a new belief. For instance, right now you're feeling like you're not sexually, you're, you're feeling sexually inexperienced, right? And the only way to get sexually experienced is to experiment, So if you, every time you are intimate, and this doesn't have to be just penetration, every time you're intimate with a woman or a partner, um, or if you're having sex, for you to try something new and experiment with something new adds another piece of evidence. So that belief grows stronger and stronger that, hey, I actually am sexually experienced because, you know, the last five times I was intimate with someone, I did something different each time. And then you start believing that you're experienced. And when you believe that, you start growing more confident. And then you start trying bolder things. And you start asking for things more boldly and confidently. And you have this calm confidence about you when it comes to your sex life. So experience does that for you. But if you're inexperienced, you got to start small. Okay? And the smallest way is to bring it back to step one educate yourself, have conversations about sex, figure out what you desire or what you may desire and write it down. Um, yeah, I was going to say something else that I thought was important and I forgot. Um, oh yeah. Um, a lot of guys going back to step three, each time you have sex, try something new, try something a little different. A lot of guys don't do this. And I personally believe this is why a lot of, um, not that it's the guy's fault, women stop doing this too. We stop bringing the newness and the novelty into the bedroom and it just becomes the same thing every time. And when it's just the same type of sex every single time, it gets boring, right? That's, That's just human nature. When we do something the same way and it's just always the same, there's zero excitement. We tend to not want to do it as much. So 
you want to keep that in mind to always bring up novelty. And it doesn't mean you have to go deeper and deeper into fetishes and fantasies and go crazy. Um, It means you can make the smallest adjustments. You know? So that small adjustments could be how you talk during sex. Maybe, Maybe a little role play. Maybe a lot more breathing one session where you're just like heavy breathing with each other. Maybe one is just a ton of touch and you're just touching each other and you're hardly even involving the genitals. Maybe one is you're just, you're making out so hard that she ends up coming just by you guys making out because it's so hot and intimate and you've been doing it for like 30 minutes. Like there are so many things to try out and explore that you just don't see in romance movies or porn, you know? So that's why you need to educate. Educate, number one. Start small and be patient is number two. And every time you have sex or every time you're intimate, try a little something new. All right, guys, so I hope this was helpful helpful for you. <laughs> uh, once again, don't forget to register for masterclass because this is gonna that is gonna be super helpful. I like get into the specifics of what you need to do to overcome premature ejaculation. So it's gonna be very specific, very fun, very high energy because that's just me. So <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be really impactful. I'm excited for you guys to come. And you can find the link in the description below. So have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.